0: Hello everybody and welcome to Bite-Size Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce, and in this podcast, I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 128 of Bite-Size Chunks of Faith. It's hard to believe that as this podcast is being recorded, the summer holidays are almost over for lots of our children and young people and we are very conscious and prayerful in our thoughts about those who are about to start school perhaps for the first time or maybe who are transitioning to secondary school or maybe those who are about to transition and head off to university but uh, it's a big time of year for lots of families as uh, children prepare to return to school There are a lot of challenges, a lot of expenses around this time for people with uniforms and other expenses associated with with going to school and moving away. And uh, these are our difficult times with a cost of living crisis. So all of those factors are are in our thoughts as people prepare to go back to school. I hope everybody has had a good summer and today in this week's episode, what I want to think a little bit about uh, is the whole topic of home groups in churches. Now sometimes home groups have different names. Uh, They can be called life groups or they can be called um, sport groups or cells sometimes. All sorts of names given to small groups of people that meet in people's homes uh, to grow in their faith together. And the reason I'm, I'm wanting to talk about that this week is because again in the month of September very often church programs begin to be reactivated after a summer break and perhaps uh, you've never been involved in, in a home group or a life group and, and maybe uh, you might hear it discussed in your church or if you tune into ch- church's website or if you've gone on to their, their homepage or something like that, you might just see reference to these groups and you might be just wondering to yourself, what on earth are, are these things about? Well, I want to tell you a little bit about my, my history with, with home groups, and then I want to say a little bit about the home groups that meet in the church where I work, and just tell you a little bit about the kind of the rationale behind them. Back in my teenage years, when I was in secondary school, I, I found myself one Sunday evening in the in the school chapel. I went to a boarding school in, in the south of Ireland and I found myself alone in the chapel because I reckoned in a busy boarding school, that was the one place nobody was likely to be. And I needed a bit of time out. I needed a bit of space to be on my own. So I was sitting there in the dark one Sunday evening feeling quite sorry for myself because of a whole lot of circumstances that were going wrong in my life at the time and suddenly the lights came on and this group of young people came in to the school chapel and they said we're just about to uh, read the Bible together would you like to join us and I kind of felt embarrassed because I was sitting in there on my own so I, I reluctantly agreed that I would and I guess from that moment, I was kind of intrigued as I heard them uh, read a story from the Bible and then ask questions of the story and how it might relate to their everyday lives. And I found that that it sort of began a real curiosity within me to read the Bible. And again, I gained a huge amount from being part of this group, um, which used to meet at that point weekly in my school and then it encouraged me also to read the bible for myself which i started to do and that was a really uh, important kind of discipline in my life when i went away to university i i shared uh, a flat at that time with with two other chaps who were they were christians and and they were part of a, a bible study group that used to meet uh, once a week and they invited me to join their group it was a group of their school friends Uh, there were maybe about seven or eight people in that group and that group became a real high point in my week where i used to cycle in to somebody's room who had a room in in trinity college and we used to again use a, a a resource a a book of bible studies and somebody would take a turn leading it every week and then we would pray for one another and maybe we might go for a coffee after we might go for a beer after but it was just something uh, again really really supportive where you felt there's another bunch of people who are keen to go forward in their spiritual lives and there was something very kind of normal about and reassuring about meeting with other people who are keen to do that and then in various churches i've been involved in over the years uh, we've had small groups home groups life groups whatever you want to call them that usually meet in people's homes and it's a great way uh, to come together to go deeper in your faith in the church where i work now in east belfast um, our life groups have not been meeting for the last number of years because of covid and we restarted some small groups that met together in the church itself uh, we just felt that was maybe a safer way for people to feel uh, confident about getting together to do things like that and now in september we're hoping uh, to launch these groups in people's homes uh, Partially because there's work going on in our church grounds and in our church building. And it might be difficult for people to feel they can access our our church halls. But the three primary objectives of the life groups in our church. uh, The first one is just to be able to study the Bible together. And again we just use uh, a resource to help us to do that. And There's lots of great resources available and the one that I uh, the the shop that I usually source my resources is is a shop called the Bookwell on the Belmont Road in Belfast. They have an amazing array of, of resources there and Richard the proprietor is very thoughtful, very helpful and he'll be able to steer you in the right direction if you are looking for a resource for a small group of friends, maybe to meet to study the Bible together, he would have something I would suggest that might be able to help you so the primary objective is to study the Bible together. The second objective of our home groups or our life groups is to get to know a small group of people within the church more intimately or to get to know them better. And um, very often in churches, our contact with people is is perhaps a little bit more superficial. You maybe know some people to say hello to on a Sunday morning if you go to church, Or you might meet them at an organization that you go to as part of the church. But you maybe don't get to know people so well. But in a a home environment, it's a nice way to get to know a small group. So usually home groups have maybe seven or eight or maybe even ten people. But not usually many more than that because it's guess the amount of people that can fit into somebody's living room. So... One of the objectives is to study the Bible together. The second is to get to know one another more intimately. And as you get to know what's going on in one another's lives, uh, maybe you can pray for one another. You can offer practical support. If you know somebody is going through a time of ill health or somebody in the family is going through ill health, maybe you can take a little bit of a help there with giving people lifts to hospital, maybe occasionally providing a meal, Doing something very practical and supportive in that way. The third objective um, of our life groups, and there are three, is to, to serve the community in some practical way. So it's like the church in in a, in a small way, trying to say, what can we do to serve our local community? And when our last home group was up and running before COVID, uh, the particular home group I'm in, uh, there were a number of people in the group who were very keen on cooking. And that was their their gift and their passion, and they loved to do that. And so they made a link with a local homeless shelter and they uh, were vetted and went through the proper statutory requirements and began to go uh, once a fortnight into that particular situation, into that shelter. And they began to teach residents a little bit about basic cooking skills and then And that meant that if they were subsequently rehoused or or given accommodation of their own, they had some of those skills uh, to be able to cook a nutritious meal cheaply. And the uh, other aspect of what they did at that point was they started to go in, uh, as I say, once a fortnight after the cookery course finished and cook a meal together with the residents in that local um, shelter. And again, it was a way of just building relationships with people who were in that situation. And we felt it was a it was a really, really encouraging and positive thing to be part of where we got to know some people outside the the immediate church community a bit better and to be able to somehow serve in, in a small and practical way. This coming uh, season in our own uh, church's life, what we hope to do in our small groups and i think there's going to be probably about four home groups that will be running on different evenings in different people's homes probably meeting together once a month initially and then trying to ascertain what can that particular group do to serve the the local community but together what we're looking at is the topic of the kingdom of god in other words what would it look like to live in a world where God's values were the dominant values or the the values that sort of govern people's behavior and their attitudes and how can we help in small but practical ways to usher in the kingdom of God in our own personal situations maybe in our workplace maybe in our schools maybe in our families where maybe Many of our family members don't have any uh, connection with the church or any visible uh, engagement with God in their lives. How can we bring God's values to bear in our interactions with people and in our contribution to the world around us? That's the topic that we're going to be looking at in our uh, life groups this coming season. So the final piece of advice I want to give in this week's episode is... If you're there and you're sitting on the fence and you're hearing a little bit about life groups in your local church or your local fellowship or maybe somebody in your office has said, you know, I go to a home group in my church. I find it really positive, really good place to be. Uh, would you like to come along sometime? If you get an invitation like that or if you see an advertisement on a church's website, um, why not go along and give it a try? And it could be a very, very transformative experience for you over the course of time. And so as we think about a a new season in churches' lives uh, in September and as activities get underway, um, if that opportunity arises for you to join a home group or a life group, I want to heartily recommend it. And it certainly blessed me beyond measure. Over the years of my own Christian journey, my own walk with God, it's been a fantastic thing to meet with other people, to know that they're praying for me, that they're supporting me in the situations in my daily life and just that that maybe together we can make a difference, a small difference in the local community. Well that's all for this week. Thank you for listening and if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith.